0: Does it get any better? On a Friday afternoon, we got vitamin D. We have uh, sunshine. We've got uh, music all lined up. We've got friends from the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival in the trail studio. I'm Mike Smith, KDTR, FM, Florence, Missoula. That would be us. We're the trail. And uh, the uh, director, the subject of Between Earth and Sky, this is a really interesting trailer. The uh, director, Andrew Nadkarni. Uh, I knew I was going to get that. Okay. And um, Swetha. Uh, and uh, the sub- who's the subject? The subject is sitting right here.
1: Yes. It's my aunt, Nalini Nadkarni. Uh, Nalini Nadkarni. And she just got into Missoula to celebrate our world premiere uh, today of the film. Hey, congratulations. You guys won the short. Thank you. The yeah. The short competition. Last night, they announced we just got the best short competition and we are completely humbled and thrilled. Uh, it's really fabulous to be here with so many great films. Is that a highlight of your uh, f- of your career? Oh, One yes. Of yeah, yeah, this is my first directed doc. I've produced films okay. uh, and this is my first directed doc. So to be here at Big Sky, which is like the name in mm-hmm. doc film festivals and to be awarded in this way is just like beyond yeah. just my comprehension. I'm still processing it actually. No kidding. So, yeah.
0: cool. <laughs> And um, how does it feel to be the subject of a documentary film?
2: It feels amazing. I, you know, when you live your own life and you think, well, this is just my life. And then somebody like your nephew comes up to you, a documentary filmmaker, and says, Mm -hmm. hey, you know what? It'd be really cool to film part of your life. You go like, okay, let's see what happens. And then what happened was Andrew made this amazing film with his amazing crew and, uh, here we are at Big Sky and he got the award for best short documentary. So I'm thrilled that the story is out there. I'm thrilled that people can learn about the canopy and disturbance and recovery in their lives. And I'm just super proud of Let's, my nephew andrew
0: let's set it up for your entire professional career renowned ecologist nalini Nadkarni uh, pioneered climbing techniques to study the costa rican rainforest canopy now after surviving a life-threatening fall from a tree she must turn her research inward and understand the process of disturbance and recovery in her own life to add a little drama to this already dramatic tale let's play a little sound from the trailer
2: i remember when i was eight or nine years old taking this very solemn oath. When I grow up, I want to do something that protects trees. Each time I go up there, it's this sense of newness. (laughs) I think I always felt like I had to achieve something more. It's like riding this bright red arrow. So I went up this tree about 50 feet, supported by a rope no thicker than your pinky finger. Suddenly, I was not feeling the tension. And then I fell. You know when you watch a documentary of scientists in the field, and they always know exactly what they're doing next. It's my
3: pleasure to introduce the queen of the rainforest canopy.
2: It's like how often that just isn't true. I knew who I was. <laughs> but if I couldn't write another grant proposal, if I couldn't climb trees, who would I be? What would I be worth? there are these deep disturbances that happen to people throughout their lives the trees were there as my witness
0: the voice of nalini Ned Carney. um boy how do you feel hearing your your voice seeing yourself in the documentary it's, it's film it's both
2: weird and wonderful and strange and perfectly ordinary and I think that's partly because disturbances happen to all of us mm-hmm. whether it's a divorce or the loss of a parent or falling out of a 50-foot tree right. all of us experience disturbance in our lives and I think that most people including myself didn't realize that we think our lives are stable and static and we build yeah. barriers to make right. sure right. but disturbances happen and I think what matters is how we respond to them and I think that's what Andrew brought out in his film it's not how hard the fall how hard the crash how distant your former partner was. It's about how you relate to those activities and to yourself after they happen.
0: And you've been relating to trees and nature, it seems like, your entire life. Do You, do you, you, you have this brightness about you, like you feel lucky for the life that you've lived. And I, when I hear somebody's been doing something that they've wanted to do since they were a child, I'm always a little envious of that. I mean, I have a few recordings of me trying to be a DJ, so I've got that. But the idea that this is all that a lot of folks struggle with, who am I? What am I?
2: Who am I? What is my purpose? What gives meaning to my life? All of those things are things that trees gave me. Because when I was a kid, that was a place that I was safe, where there were no grown-ups, there were no parents, no siblings. It was a place where I was held up by the strong limbs of these trees. Yeah. And that's why I took that little oath when I was so little. I didn't know how I would fulfill it. I didn't know there was a field of ecology or science that I would pursue. But that's what I ended up doing was going about protecting trees by understanding them, by pursuing pursuing a life in science and academic science. But I think one thing I've learned about this interaction with Andrew and his crew and this whole film world is that if we don't have the mechanisms to convey what we learn about life, about trees, about mm. disturbance, then it stays within ourselves. And that's why I think it's so wonderful that there's places like the Big Sky Film Festival that allow many other people to share what we have been Given to understand about life, about nature, about ourselves.
0: What's it like up there in the canopy in Costa Rica?
2: Mike, I wish you could come up with me next time I go to Costa Rica. It's like a different world. You know, you're you're there on the forest floor. It's dark, it's damp, there's no wind. And, you know, there are all these overhanging hanging branches. But you climb up a rope a hundred feet up above the forest floor. And it's this world of sunlight and wind and pollinators and hummingbirds and abundant life Mm -hmm. that's at this interface between the atmosphere and the vegetation. And I, you know, I took Andrew up into the forest canopy when we were in Costa Rica and he learned super fast. And I think he caught, he was infected with, in a positive way, this sense of liberation, of possibility of three-dimensionality in a dark world.
1: Although I did get off on the wrong branch, I got off oh, on right. the wrong branch accidentally, and then had to really precariously get back on once she climbed up and told me, "You need to be up here, not, right. not on that right. branch."
0: Um, was this this film obviously would be close to your heart with your your aunt? Um, is this is this one of the best? Uh, is this one of the best closest to your heart films?
1: Yeah, it really was a special experience for me because as much as I got to know Nalini in a new way, in a vulnerable way, and she was opening up for me, uh, that just prompted all these other family family conversations and it prompted in me kind of a search for my own identity and kind of you know the, this theme that comes through in the film, I hope, about what grows back after a disturbance, mm-hmm. that it might be different, it might be better, it might be worse, but but you're never arriving at that destination. It's always a process of healing uh, from any disturbance that you face. What, uh, What do you want people to take away from the film?
2: I think just exactly what Andrew said, that when we do encounter disturbances or when disturbances encounter us, that we don't necessarily see them in the language that we use for most disturbances of catastrophe, of horror, of terror, of this is terrible, that terrible mm-hmm. thing just happened to you. But instead, and not to put a Pollyanna on it, because there are clearly some really bad things that happen after to some disturbances, but instead to say, how do I respond to this? How can I learn something? How can I improve myself and my attitude about the world, my relationships? especially my relationship with myself mm. and understanding who I am aside from what I've been able to achieve when I was able-bodied and able to yeah. sort of meet everything. And that's a super hard question for all of us to ask, but especially for for people who are kind of, have spent their lives trying to achieve, trying to ride that bright red arrow as I think about it now in my past of what's the next achievement, the next award, the next proposal, the next student, the next class, uh, the next accomplishment. And it turns out that when life deals you a blow that takes away the capacity to make those accomplishments, mm. you're still there. Yeah, But you might have to rediscover who you are.
0: And in the in the canopy, you're face to face with yourself. Exactly, right? it's just you're sitting you up there alone
2: and looking yeah. around at this amazing world around you. You're still left with yourself.
0: And in this case, your nephew uh, with camera on you—that kind of joyful, <laughs> that kind of uh, that felt joyful. You you did want to mention um, Nolini, You did want to mention the Nature Conservancy. Something that's I obviously do. close. I would love
2: to mention the Nature Conservancy. Uh, the Nature Conservancy is a fabulous, um, the, the largest. A conservation group in the world actually that st- seeks to protect nature mm-hmm. for nature itself, but also yeah. for humans. And the Nature Conservancy of Montana was one of the sponsors of the Big Sky Competition for nature and environmental films. Right. So I just want to recognize that I'm on the board of the Nature Conservancy mm-hmm. of Utah, which does fabulous conservation work in Utah. And a-
0: we've got a chapter here. In and Montana. I know you do. It's okay. a very
2: active chapter. Yeah. I looked up some of the projects that you guys are working on, and so I'm just really proud of the Nature Conservancy, and I'm really proud of the effort that they put into and the resources that they put into this festival so that lots of people can better understand, cherish, appreciate, and protect nature.
0: I think uh, folks are going to learn about you. They're going to learn about the canopy. They're going to learn about nature. And then hopefully they take something away for themselves. Yes. Um, well, congratulations on on uh, your award, Andrew. Um, Thank you. Have you had any fun in Missoula? Is this your first time?
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, we just had a great time just meeting all these filmmakers and the festival has brought us into schools mm-hmm. uh, and is gonna bring us to a juvenile detention center today to have conversations Whoa. face-to-face with students. And we're really excited for those because it's just a chance to really understand how people are responding. And that wouldn't be possible without you know the educational and community outreach of the festival.
0: Would you, were you going to show the film to yeah, those kids?
1: Uh, yeah. That we, we screen the film with the kids and then they're going to pre-screen the film at the detention center. And then we're going to come in and have a conversation and just wherever they, whatever they want to talk about. Um, we're really excited. We also went to, I think it's union hall, the the, the union hall, the union or Hall. Union was, club. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, awesome. It was it's the, apparently the first unionized uh, or the only unionized bar in Montana, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Big, uh, big labor movement uh, in
0: the state montana mm. mainly you know the mining over mm. in the butte area ah. big uh, organized labor there's a lot to uh say about that if sure you know, uh, yeah know, a lot of folks have turned their cameras on that but that, uh-huh. that's an ongoing tale cool. that's uh being uh, told and rooted out and uh, argued in helena the mm. capital right now Wow, to wow. this day so um yeah Exciting. so <laughs> montana's kind of a headwaters state and, yeah. and and there's been these other firsts of this state and 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 we're proud. And we're proud to have you visiting. And um, best of luck in your future endeavors. Any parting thoughts? Let's uh, start with you, Andrew, and yeah. then we'll uh, follow up with... Well,
1: I I just want to say that we're having our world premiere screening today at three at the festival. Uh, It'll be our first time sharing it with a festival audience. And it's really exciting that we also have this platform via streaming that anyone, you know, can stream the film from wherever they are. So if they can't make it here, they can still see it and a bunch of other films. We love Doc Shorts because it's an awesome way to kind of convey a theme, a message, a story in a short frame.
0: Yeah. Not always easy to tell a, to tell a big story in a short amount of time.
2: That's right. And I don't think it's easy now that I've witnessed the whole process of making a documentary film to make a documentary film. But I have to say that as a scientist, as someone who spent her whole life in academia, learning Mm -hmm. about trees and forests, it's been a remarkable experience for me. And one that has filled me with gratitude that the world of documentary films exists so that we scientists can get words out there and we can bring in words from other people Mm -hmm. to come to understand this planet, which is just so important and so fascinating.
0: Absolutely. Perfect. Parting thoughts. Thanks for coming in today, Andrew, Nolini, and uh, everything for the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival can be found at BigSkyFilmFest.org. You can also just head on down to the Wilma, the the Zach, the MCT, and we roll into the weekend, the big finale films. Uh, Nick, you want to come hop on a microphone real quick and just let... uh, let us know what's happening um, into the weekend as we go. Again, you're listening yeah. to the Trail 103.3. I'm Mike Smith, Nick Davis of the Big Sky Doc Fest.
3: Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, we're uh, we are packed uh, full as you can imagine. These last three days, mm-hmm. um, we have I think more visiting filmmakers this weekend, uh, certainly than I can remember in the. 11 years right. I've been involved with right. the festival. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're walking
0: amongst us. They are. Yeah. They are.
3: Every, you yeah. cannot swing a dead cat in <laughs> downtown Missoula without hitting a filmmaker. Right. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Why? I don't. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, and so that's going to be a lot of, uh, dynamic Q and A's, um, mm-hmm. very much encourage folks to make it down if they can. um, If they can't, uh, tomorrow is an unusual occurrence where, Mm -hmm. uh, we have split on the virtual cinema. We have split the documentary features into two groups, uh, half of which have been available from the start of the festival until tomorrow. Um, the other half will begin to be available tomorrow through Wednesday, March 1st. So, uh, Tomorrow is sort of a mega day where every single fest or film in the festival that is available online will be accessible tomorrow. Um, we have uh, a couple of great world premieres tonight. We have some great world premieres tomorrow. Sunday is a big day. We have uh, the uh, Cowboy Poet film, which won mm-hmm. a, yeah. an Artistic Vision Award right. in the Big Sky right. competition. I'm expecting to see a bunch of film. real,
0: I'm talking real cowboys. I'm not talking the... You know, that just, <laughs> no. I'm talking, I want real cowboys in there. I want dusty boots.
3: Right. No, yeah. None of the all hat, all hat, no, no cattle. cattle. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's fill that place with uh, a yeah. bunch of cowboys and then folks who uh, would get something out of the cowboy poetry.
3: Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. But it's a wonderful, beautifully shot and edited film. Fantastic. Uh, I think people will really enjoy that. That's the closing night film. And then of course. Uh, on Sunday as well is the uh, rescreening of the four competition winning films. Ah, the winners, uh, including yeah, Including Andrew, and I okay. would be remiss if I did not mention that Andrew, by dint of winning the short competition, uh, the film has now become eligible for Academy award
1: consideration. So there it is.
3: You got your tux all uh, ready, maybe (laughs) rent
0: one or something. I don't know.
1: I have to get a tux first and then get it ready.
0: (laughs) Congratulations. I had forgotten about that portion of the festival. I know a lot of folks out there are probably saying, what did Nick just tell me? Well, BigSkyFilmFest.org will tell you everything at your uh, your leisure.
3: Everything is right at your fingertips.
0: Uh, Nolini, the uh, subject of... Between Earth and Sky, I've got a song for you. It's Tori Amos speaking with trees. Perfect, Mike. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks for coming into the trail today.